What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vike Spice. I'm here with Sanka. How are you, Sanka? Hey, my man. I am full of cold. I've got man flu. I think I'm on my deathbed. So if there's anybody out there that wants to send me warm soup, I would welcome warm soup right now. So you have a surprise <laughs> question for me that I, I cannot see, right? I do, right? So random question. Every week, um, we're doing a random question. So you haven't seen this. And this I is, not. I hope... I hope it's going to really throw you off this time because th- that's my goal, right? To really throw you off so you, you don't just I feel don't like know it's what to be say. super inappropriate. Like I, I, I expect it to be awfully inappropriate. I am glad you know me. So yes, here comes the inappropriate question: What is your porno movie name? Go. <laughs> what? Yo, I have no idea. That, come on, you got to come up with a name. You're a starring in a porno. Name? You, you, you are the main character. Everyone's watching you. What are you going to call? Wait, so, name? so my actor name, like my performer name, or my in in character name? Your movie name. So, what what's the title of the movie? And he can't just say, uh, you know, uh, big big dick K does Florida or something like that. Nah, you got, got to be more, <laughs> got to be more imaginative than that. Got to be, got to be something fun. How about? Joe suck on. Joe suck on these. Never mind. <laughs> or no, no, it's actually Joe Mama suck on these. So yeah, let's go with that one. Joe <laughs> suck on. Come on, you, you, you just go something simple like you know Indian delivery, um, or like hello, fancy an Indian. Porno movie name. Yeah. That's... Damn. I know, right? It's got it's got to be like something spicy, right? I like uh, Joe sucks everybody. Like Joe Mama sucks everybody. It's Joe, just put Joe sucks the entire state of Florida, and then it was like, oh, who's Joe? And it's like, no, it's not Joe. It's Joe Mama. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, good good random question this week. I think I, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to put you off, so you're a bit confused every week really with it. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was not. It's not really appropriate either. But I, I think we're well beyond the appropriate. The fact that we called the weird thing. I was looking at the stats for all the episodes. The one that got the most downloads was the one where I put the cunt in the title. So maybe that's a learning point, right? I need to say cunt more often on this. Cunt or whatever, wanker, whatever fucking <laughs> swearing you can think of. That's yeah, exactly. Pe- people love swearing, right? Cowboys game. What a win, right? Definitely. I mean, there's obviously a few things to clean up, but overall, man, it's a solid win against a good team on the road in prime time. You know, you check all the boxes and hopefully this win, you know, just keep it going, man, for the for this, you know, home stretch at the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you if you wanted to tick all the boxes, this was it. You know, you, you're playing against a good team at their field, the crowd noise with I think still we, we had a decent amount of fan following there, which is which is great Definitely. for us. Um, but you know, Dak was playing playing lights out. He he had a better game than Kirk. But 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we we managed to stop them when it was important. It was a statement win in the division in prime time, and that you know it's you, you can't get any bigger than that. I was buzzing at four in the morning. Well, it finished at four thirty. I couldn't sleep till five thirty because I was so excited. I was reading all the comments and stuff and. Yeah, there, there was a there's a picture that NFL.com put out that Kirk looked exactly like Jesus, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah, damn. 
the son of God is here. He is going to take us to the Super Bowl win. But do you, yeah. what, what did you think of the fact that we didn't have you know, our, our best run stuffer in Linval and we managed to stop Zeke for like 47 yards or something? Yeah, Zeke was a non-factor, man. Like, the game plan was, if they're going to beat us, let Dak Prescott beat us. And unfortunately, I mean, they didn't beat us, but still he played like lights out. I, I've seen my, you know, my good share of Cowboy games. and That's the best I've seen him play, like, ever. Like, that's one of the best games I've seen that guy play. But then you consider the fact that we had no Linval Joseph, and then no Trey Waynes, and then with how bad the secondary looked, you can see that even though Trey Waynes may look like he's struggling, he's still important to this defense, you know? And that was... The game on Sunday was a perfect example of how important he is and how much the secondary needs to get worked on in the offseason. Right. There was a point where I thought when we when, went two touchdowns up and Mike Hughes had a ball hit him in the chest. If he caught that, that was a pick six. That was a pick six. Yeah, he's gone. He, he had and, space. Yeah, and that, that was game would have been nice there and then. So yeah. there's still little moments that I think we we don't take advantage of and we it's always been the case with Mike Zimmer right every game is really close we don't ever blow out a team anymore um, I mean so, we did just blow out this year though I gotta disagree there because I mean I feel like the Raiders game was a blowout Atlanta was a blowout the Eagles were never they, even they, competed they, in that they, game uh, yeah okay fair, fair point about the Eagles but Atlanta and Raiders were, were shit when they came in you know, at, at home we're, we're impossible to beat but yeah, yeah I, I mean this world games like uh, that the game on Sunday could have gone it could have easily been a blowout early on if the Vikings would have not you know hit the brakes a little bit just keep keep pushing in and you'll probably win the game by the end of the second quarter early in the second quarter the game's wrapped up you know you go down 21 nothing game's over at that point yeah, you know so exactly. very unlikely that you come back from that exactly yeah and then you can you can blitz a lot more you can you can attack a lot more but yeah I was I was really happy that we kept the ball moving that, that drive where it was 10 runs in a row is just like yeah we know what we're doing here we're just going to stuff it down your throats and you are going to do absolutely nothing about it yeah, and even well, on that's... even on fourth down we're like yeah we're still running mm-hmm. that was it's a, it's a, that's a good that's a demoralizing drive if you're if you're on defense like it just it, it gasses you out and then you're like fuck dude like we can't stop this guy yeah, seven minutes it took off the clock as well. So you, you just really just absolutely take all the will out the defense then. And we kept the ball moving without Adam Thielen in the lineup as well. That, that was brilliant. I mean, I hope they don't rush him back now. Just rest him for the Broncos game and bring him back after the bye now. it's Yeah, at this point, you got to do that. Because, I mean, it, the, the the passing game did not look that good. That's I mean, we got to be honest about it. The two things that I guess worry me a little bit are the secondary and then on the, on the offensive side, the blocking when it came to pass protection and then the pass game being a little underwhelming. And that obviously when you lose somebody like Thielen, who is, it's a big loss, obviously. You lose a guy like King, the guy's a fucking pro bowler. And you you go down to people like BC and they're all decent. They're all, they're all, they're all NFL players, but they're not at the level of somebody like Thielen or Diggs. You know, you're losing somebody like Thielen, it, it, it's obviously going to make you step back a little. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it won't be the same thing. I agree, but you know Rudy stepped up. You know, three big catches in the end zone with two touchdowns and a two-point conversion. That that two-point conversion was he, he, he told that guy to sh- sh- what was it like sit down, little boy, or something. Yeah, yeah, he, something like that. He, he put that little shit in his place. That was amazing. So great game. But moving forward, 
we're back home um, after a two-week road adventure, and we're facing the Broncos. You scared? Trap game? No, I'm, I'm not so scared. I mean, I feel like this is it's been a pattern this year that. So their defense is good. Like the defense shouldn't be slept on. They're, it's a pretty good defense, but I feel like this team can get the job done. Honestly, they shouldn't have. It might be. It might. It might look a little ugly, but they should. They should get the job done this weekend. Yeah, I think it's the. They've got who they got. They got Chubb, Bradley Chubb, and Von Miller, right, in, in their defensive line. So they're they're probably the two best players that they've got on the field at the moment. The secondary isn't as strong when they had um uh, with Talib and stuff. Yeah, now now they haven't got anyone. Flacco's gone down now, so they're playing with a backup quarterback. They traded Sanders. Who? Brandon Brandon Allen is the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and and. The, so the the strong points they have is Philip Lindsay at the backfield, and they've got the two good edge rushers. So at home we should be absolutely you know annihilating them. But to be honest, I don't care if if we if we win by 20, 30, 40 points, or if we win by three points, just get the win, get into the bye relatively healthy, and then move move on to Seattle because that's the big game now. The way Seattle played against 49ers, that was. Amazing, right? That was next level. The Russell Wilson's just—he—he he surely is MVP. Magician, right? He's a magician. Yeah. It's just—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's frustrating to be on defense when you play against them because you think you have him wrapped up, you think you have a sack, or you think you have him for at least for a loss. He just fucking sneaks his way out of a collapsing pocket and just makes a run or puts up, you know, twenty-yard dagger or whatever, and then you're like, "Fuck, dude!" We 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 get into him, but he just sneaks out of there somehow. And that, that's the, the one thing I noticed against the 49ers was he, he threw that interception in in overtime, right? Right, It's quite close to the to the end zone. And you think, if that was Kirk, that would have been it. You know, shoulders have gone down and that's it. But then he, he led him on a drive again after that to, to the game-winning field goal. And you think, that's, well, that's the difference between a good player like Kirk and a great player like Russell Wilson. He doesn't let the pass bother him. Regardless of what's happened, he knows his game, he knows his strengths, and he just steps up and performs when his team needs it. And that that's going to be, we've we've said it against the Chiefs, we said it against the Cowboys, but that Seattle away, that's going to be the biggest test of our season now. That, that's what we've got to look I forward mean, to. Yeah, and obviously Sunday was a must-win. You know, you beat a, you beat an in-conference playoff team, pretty much probably probably going to be a playoff team, and then you think, okay, this team is out. You know, they can beat the good teams. It's just finding a way. It's, the Vikings just have to get out of their own way. Yeah, you know that's the issue. And then, as we look into the next couple of weeks, you know, Denver by and then Seattle. You know, it's what I the expectation for all of us who have seen this happen before is, you win against Denver, you go into the bye with a pretty positive feeling about yourself. It's a big game coming up right after the bye, and you just come out flat. You know, it's, which has always it's happened constantly happened against Chicago last year in the last game of the season. It happened against the Chiefs this year. Like every time there's a there's a good feeling going into game, there's a hey, you know, we could do this. You just come off flat and then don't execute. That's yeah. the issue, you know what I mean? Yeah. With all that build up and then they didn't do anything. That's the worry I guess going into Seattle and going into any game that's gonna be important this year. Yeah. And and for some reason Mike Zimmer's teams never come out firing out of a bye. Don't know what it is. It's it's almost like they need momentum to keep them going. They don't need a rest. They just need to like keep getting pushed, keep getting pushed. So it's going to be interesting how how we get to that Seattle game. But I think 
Broncos, we, we should hopefully just take care of business at home and, and just, like you said, go into the bye. Score prediction for the Broncos game? Okay, so before we do that, I'm actually just going to try to look up the record after the bye. You know what I mean? Oh, so what? We, we'll be, what, 8-3 and three if we win? No, no, so I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking at Zimmer's record after the bye. Oh, uh, okay. All right, yeah, that that's going to need need some digging, but yeah, no, at I the moment. It. I found it. Um, the Vikings are two and three after the bye. Yeah, see, it's, it's, not, it's not the best. Yeah. Pretty, pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, you'd think coming out of bye would be red hot, but rest doesn't seem to help. It's not always, doesn't always just relate to. Oh, well, the impressive records in here, actually, man. Jeez, look, 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 Mike McCarthy was 10 and 2 after the bye. That's fucking ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it's probably because he, he managed to get some time with Aaron Rodgers and talk to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think that's enough already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's all right. He's not, he's not winning anything this year. I hope fucking not. Okay, so predictions, right? I say 24-17 Vikings. Okay, um, I don't think Broncos will score that much. I think it'll be like 28-6. to 6. I think we'll... Yeah, we'll, we'll step up. We'll just get a couple of quick touchdowns and then just kill the game. I think it'll be a boring game. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So, right, let's go on to hashtag spicy questions. Um, quite a few questions, so really pleased that people are enjoying it and, and getting involved. So, first one, Kevin Mims at Cyan Hashira. Um, I don't get the reference of the the Twitter handle, but it's probably just a game. I don't know. Um, how do we address our pass defense? Okay, so it's not simple. You gotta draft a cornerback next year. You have to at this point. You're losing. You're probably gonna lose Trey Wayne. So free agency, you got Rhodes dropping off. You can't start the season out with Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, and Mac Alexander if he stays as well. I think so. If we're looking at a short-term solution. You gotta go back to the old scheme where you have Rhodes shadow the number one guy. You know, stop stop playing it by by wherever the cornerback is. They get the guy that's in that area. Now just go back to the way you were press, play a little more physical at the line, and let Rhodes work the number one guy. Like it's always been. Don't change it up right now. It might it might backfire because Rhodes has not been playing well this year. But you gotta go back to what what was working before. And then uh, on the long term is you lose your so optimist like. If you're being optimistic, you lose Trey Waynes, but you keep Mac Alexander next year. So you would have Mac, Holton, Mike Hughes, and Xavier Rose next year, and that's not a that on paper it's not a bad cornerback group, but they're still getting smoked every fucking week. So you got to draft somewhere somewhere number one to eventually take the reins away from Rhodes. The problem with drafting a corner is that he won't be ready with not not with the way Zimmer likes to just use his corners. He brings them in slowly, but you're, I, I agree we do need to draft corners. Um, and I, I don't understand why, you know, uh, Xavier isn't playing more physical. That's his biggest trait, to be more physical. And he needs to get up in line, get up in the face of the wide receivers and, and be more physical. And hopefully we'll start seeing that against Broncos with their no-name receivers and then against Seattle, who are without them number one now. I think Tyler oh, Lockett's Lock injured. It. No, right? he's, he's fine. He's going to play this weekend. Is he? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, for Xavier, like he didn't have a bad game on Sunday. Like we didn't see his name get called much, and that's a good thing. Yeah, was he playing? He was playing, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, well, that's a good thing, right? I didn't even notice he was playing. I mean, he got banged up a little bit at first. I think I, th- I think he, he got back out and played pretty well. Pretty yeah. decent, I guess. The guys who got the... I mean, they, they kept targeting... The thing is, obviously, they were targeting Hughes like every fucking play, so it's not that much of a sample size. Still. I know. But he, I, I think Hughes played all right. I think he's he's, he's going to get better. He's, we got to remember, this is his first proper year, and he's coming back from pretty serious injury. So I think he's... He's just gonna make make small improvements, um, and Definitely. hopefully he will he will be you know one of our starters next next year. Um, next question, Aaron Tuckner at Tuck Takes. Um, thoughts on the secondary's performance without Waynes? So we kind of touched on this yeah, we just did, yeah. earlier. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. No more details than that. It was horrible. <laughs> I, well, okay. It, I thought it was it was okay the performance. Just Dak and Amari Cooper played really well. You know, it's, it's some of the balls that Dak put out there. You, there's no way you could be defending it. There's, Mike Hughes was in perfect position for a lot of them, uh, and and Amari still made those catches. So there's, there's not much you can do. But yeah, the the corners. I think the problem is we've been spoiled over the last three years with the cornerback play we've had, where it's just been shut down on either side of the field, and as a result, we now. We, in our minds, we're expecting every ball that's thrown out there to be blocked or to be, you know, ushered out of bounds or something like that. So they're okay. They're just, yeah, they're not not as elite as they used to be. Right. Um, next question. I am going to save this. So it's from Adam Wirt. So Adam, you got to wait till the end because you have the best question. Um, right. So we'll go on to Skull Light at Skull Light. Um, give a summary of how the D stopped Zeke without Linval. Um, they basically stopped him running. Yeah, they just the game plan was that man. The game plan was stop Zeke, and we said it at the beginning of the of the episode, stop Zeke and let Dak beat you, which he almost did. But still, like Zeke had no Zeke had nothing. The the decision that they had of running the ball at the end made no sense. Right? You know, oh. they, they, the the came in clutch at that moment at you know stopping Zeke, but I still don't get the play call. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I mean, they'll probably redo that. The fact that he took a fair catch at the fifty-yard line when he had yes. thirty yards in front of him, empty space. Just, yes. just run, yes. dude. Yes. Yeah, have some common sense and just run. You know, ignore your coach in that situation. Um, but yeah, uh, the second part of his question was: Is Denver a trap game? We talked about it. No, the shit. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm, I'm less worried about this than I was about Washington. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, next question: Meg Dean. At Meg Dean, fourteen thirty-seven, do you think our low O-line will be able to hold up against the Broncos' defense? I think, I think we should be fine. Like Reef might have a little bit of trouble, but I don't think O'Neill should have any trouble. He's been playing really well. Yeah, I think the, so. They'll probably double-team the the uh, defensive ends Miller and Chubb because those are the main guys, right? So. As long as we double team, then we stop them. We should be okay. There probably be a lot of gaps through the middle. Um, so again, I think Madison will probably have a bigger game than Dalvin. Um, but yeah, I yeah, think... I don't think so. <laughs> doubt it. Highly doubt it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question it was from. I haven't written it down, um, but I remember that Mayor Bear had submitted the biggest fan. Um, she submitted the question. On would you rather uh, would you rather live a poor life with the one you love or the rich life all alone? Well, I took the money, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, money. I'm taking the money. I'm running. Yeah. 
I'm going to be like Pablo Escobar living with a bunch of yeah, fuck it. I can, yeah, I can, I, I can, you know, use my money as therapy for myself, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> I'd, I'd actually just take um, poor life. I'm, I'm quite, yeah, I'm quite optimistic anyway. So I don't need money to make me happy, but I'm, I'm just. Fuck it, fuck it. I'm taking the yeah. money and running. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, but, but do I get to choose who falls in love with me though? I, I just don't want a random person to fall in love with me and go, oh, stuck with her. It's, it's got to be like... I think like... it's the feeling. I think it's like you, you, just, you just feel like in love and shit, which I guess <laughs> is good. Yeah, you know, like like a supermodel or something. Someone good at gymnastics. Oh, that would be ace. Um, no, with the, money, with the money you can make someone who can do gymnastics feel <laughs> Yeah, but they won't love you. That's the thing, right? They, they'll just, um, it'll just be the hollow feeling in their eyes when, when, you, when you're inside them and you're... Th- moving back and forth it's just that hollow look in their eye and you don't want that hollow look in in their eyes you know you you want them to be like slightly teary that you're making them feel really loved yeah but i want a nice car bro (laughs) yeah you you should walk more buddy (laughs) right okay last question adam wert at adam wert Uh, top five plays of 2019 season so anything this is not in any order so this is Know, you you can pick you can pick which one's number one, but if you remember Dalvin Cook against the Raiders, there was one. It wasn't a touchdown, but there was just he was juking everybody. He was like left, right, and it, it was amazing. You knew Dalvin was back when he was doing that. Um, the second one I remember at Packers when uh, what's that? Who's their tight end? Um, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Graham tried to block Hunter. That was a mistake. He went straight past him. And he literally leapt in the air to to kill Rogers at that point. That that was hilarious. Um, next, I've got down the two long touchdowns that Diggs scored against the Eagles. Oh, they they were amazing. Uh, just complete miscommunication on the defense. Kirk pinpoint balls every time. There's great atmosphere in the stadium as well. Um, and then last two, I had it from the Cowboys games because I think they they made quite a big difference. Um, first one was Rudy's catch, amazing catch, one-handed. Um, and then second one was Eric Kendrick's pass breakup towards the end of the game. That was a big-time play. That's, a, that's easily, I feel like that's the, that's the biggest play of the season or so far. Yeah. That's the yeah, right. play of the season. Because it yeah. saved our ass. Because if he's not there, that's the first down, and they fucking probably score. Right. Yeah, then that, that was it. It's, so he he kept us in the hunt with that. And he's he has been just putting in those performances that with linebackers you don't really notice them but he's, he's also been making a lot of splash plays that everyone is taking notice of how good he's become now he's him and Daniil Hunter are probably like the the steals I don't know how Rob Brzezinski managed to get them but they are the steals of of uh, of the Vikings at the moment uh right that's it for today wow so, that was quick that was yeah. fast damn it's been 24 minutes okay that's what she said. Um, so, okay. do, you, do you want to give a an update on your wedding and uh, what's happening in Panama at the moment? Okay, so Panama things have chilled down a little bit. We'll see what what happens moving forward. As of right now, things have you know not died down, but they're a little more silent. And the wedding, man, shit, the wedding was something. Damn, yeah. the wedding was Good. a little bit got a little bit out of, out of hand. It was funny. <laughs> a little did, bit did. out of hand. Did any of the old aunties try to hook you up with their with their like granddaughters and stuff or none of that? Oh, there was this, there was this one girl, but she was too tall. It was a struggle. <laughs> They're not that tall when they're lying down. 
Tua's not lying down. I wish we were lying down. <laughs> and on that happy note, um, we will catch you next week after the Broncos game. Yep. Thank you for tuning in. Later. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.